Welcome to Good Luck Charlie. Just like you, I'm on the journey of self-discovery and am daily trying to learn what it means to find balance, create lifelong friendships, chase my dreams and invest in my future. So here's what I'm learning and loving on this crazy path of life. I'm so glad you decided to join me. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Good Luck Charlie podcast. I hope you have had a fabulous week since the last episode that you learned something, you explored something, you did something fun, spontaneous, that you had a break, that you allowed yourself to just breathe and rest for a few seconds because that is honestly more important than everything else. You cannot fill up someone else's cup unless yours is full first. And I know that is hard. Trust me. I have struggled with that about every day of my life, but I am slowly learning how to do that and rest in really intentional ways. And I guess that kind of leads into this podcast episode a little bit, the idea of resting intentionally. And that is one reason that gap years are really great. So in this week's episode, I am going to dive into the wonderful world of gap years. I think gap years are a great option for high school leavers or people who are finishing uni, just a year to have a bit of a break, get to know yourself a little bit better, explore some different passions and mostly just to have a rest. But I know that there are lots of different opinions surrounding gap years, whether they're good or not, whether they disrupt your ability to study and um, focus. And some people fear that a gap year will become a gap life or that it's important to have direction, all of these things. So today I'm talking to multiple different people to hear about what they did on their gap years, some of the pros and cons that they found in their gap years, and some of the different options that you can do in a gap year. So if this is something that you are considering, I think this will be the perfect episode for you. So the first person that I am going to speak to today is one of our good family friends called Bronte. She is currently an optometrist in a rural town um, in Queensland. And she took a gap year her first year out of high school. It was planned and she went to a boarding home in England and looked after everyone there, did her job there, whatever. So we'll get to hear all about that. And that is an option that you can still do in amongst COVID. I'm pretty sure I've heard a few people do it. So yes, maybe you might want to look into that as an option for your gap year. Here's Bronte. Woo. Well, I'm here with the lovely Bronte, who had a pretty cool gap year, and I remember hearing stories about at the time. So could you tell us why did you decide to have a gap year, and then what did you do on your gap year? Well, I um, actually, there's a bit of a funny story that I only just remembered right then. <laughs> um, when I was in grade 12, I was obsessed <laughs> I don't know if I want to tell this publicly. I'm going to. <laughs> no, I was obsessed with One Direction. Yes. No, that's fair. So fair. And by association, I was obsessed with England. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also, I'd done a bit of travelling just with school, with um, music tours and things. Mm-hmm. So I really, I knew I really liked travelling and I wanted to go um, and travel. And then I didn't really want to go straight to uni because I wasn't 100% sure what I was doing. Um, like I had a vague idea of what I wanted to do, but I was kind of like, oh, I just don't want to study anymore. Yeah. I just want to have a break, go and have fun and see some things and go from there. So I went and worked in a boarding school in England. It was in just outside Oxford. Um, but I just decided to do it because I didn't want to go to uni yet. How did you come across that program? And um, apply and everything. 
I think someone came to our school to talk to us about it. So there are a few different, um, I guess, programs that placed you. So um, I don't know which what's still around, but there was one called Let's Live and one called Tutors Worldwide. And I went through Tutors Worldwide and basically what happened was I um, went... Actually, I think someone who'd been to my school had just done the same thing like the year above me so I went and I had an interview and I spoke to them and they supply all the boarding schools and things in England with gappies so um yeah I went and had an interview and then they sorted out a place that was most suitable for me and so we suited the school what were were there any cons to a gap year to you or you saw it as all positives and you didn't feel behind when you come back or were there some cons to it? Okay, so for me, Mm. at the time, I saw it pretty much all as positives. I mean, obviously, it's a little bit not scary, but just hard not having your friends there all the time. But I think for me at the time, it was all so new and exciting and you finish school and then it's like, well, I'm free. I can do whatever I want. And it's kind of like your own first experience. Well, for me anyway, it was like the first experience of just like full independence and freedom. And Mm -hmm. I was there by myself. I could make new friends and I could um, meet new people and see new places. And I think it was mostly exciting for me at the time. There wasn't much con. Um, And then when I came back, it was kind of because I had to do a bridging course to get into my degree and so I ended up spending six years at uni and yeah. at points during the time I was at uni, I was like, I feel like I, you know, I, it almost felt like I'd wasted time, but I'm not, um, I, I don't regret it at all. And mm-hmm. now I don't mind, like realistically, I'm 25. It's, I'm not that far behind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do, do you think though, um, if you because you did have to go to uni for six years, if you hadn't have had a year off, would it have felt too long and too hard? Like, do you think you would have gotten yourself burnt out or it's impossible to know? Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to know because um, I think I wasn't, when I was at high school, I wasn't as motivated to study because I didn't really know what I was doing and I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And I think I kind of needed that break to go, oh, I do want to study and I do want to do this degree. Um, and so once I got back to uni and I started the degree and I was like, well, this is really what I want to be doing, then it was a lot easier. But I don't know if I would have been so sure of myself doing uni without the gap year. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, completely. I guess it, yeah, yeah. it's one of those things that you never know and you can always look back. And I mean, you always want to have graduated earlier. Exactly. I mean, at the time when I was over there, I was – I I don't – I wasn't even homesick because it was just so exciting and it was yeah. – there was always something happening and I was just always having a good time. That's cool. Um, even if it was just doing my jobs. But I think I've always been a bit of a positive person. So it was just... Yeah, definitely. It was just fun. And I guess, did you find it easy as well because you were kind of thrust into a community? It's not like you were going over there, not having a place to live, not having people around you. Like you went to a home, yeah, you had look, people there immediately? Um, I was really, because I was only 17 when I went. Yeah, and I'd only wow. just turned 17. So they kind of placed the younger ones at places um, where they had accommodation and things, just because yeah. they don't know if it would have been easy to find flats otherwise. Um, so 
Yeah, I think I was lucky because the place I went, there were six other girls working there and we all worked at the same place and we all lived at the school and we had our meals supplied. And so I think if I'd had to go over there and organise a place to live and try and make friends that I wasn't already working with, yeah, I think it would have been a lot harder and I probably would have been a lot more homesick. Mm. Um, but because of the way it was organised, it was I was really lucky. Yeah, makes perfect sense. Thank you very much. Thank you so much to Brunty for sharing that. So yes, this is a great option if you are interested in traveling or living overseas, but you still want some structure to your year and a place to live in a community immediately, etc. It's a lot easier than just moving overseas with no plan or no job set up. Similarly, on the same lines, like you could be an au pair or a nanny overseas and that way you would have someone waiting for you and a place to live when you go to that country, which just makes everything a bit simpler. I am now going to talk to my friend Elise, who is a wonderful human, but she has had a gap year in a bit of a unconventional way. So I'm excited to hear a few more of her thoughts around that and why having a gap year in between study is also an option if that is something that you might be interested in. So here is Elise. Hey, hey, hey. Hello. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for chatting today, sharing a little bit of your experience of a gap year. Why did you decide to have a gap year um, I cannot remember exactly when I decided that I was planning to take a gap year. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was around like second year uni, I think maybe. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to take break before I started masters or applied for masters to avoid getting majorly burnt out and get some more life experience, work experience, etc. Before I applied for masters because like it's such a long pathway. So I was like. The idea of six years of continuous study, don't know that I'm really keen for that. Yeah. And I took it like after, in, during uni instead of high school because after high school I was actually really excited because I was so over high school and I felt like I would have more autonomy and freedom at uni, which is true. I did. I absolutely loved uni and I wish I could stay there forever. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So you've decided to have a gap year and how did people around you respond to that? Because it's not necessarily expected, especially after degree and were people quite surprised and shocked and did you find it hard to justify or was everyone around you really supportive? Um, I think the people closest to me knew that I was going to take a gap year because I'd kind of half talked about it or flagged it previously. So they weren't necessarily surprised when I did take one and a lot of people like tutors and stuff at uni, when I mentioned to them, I was like, hey, I'm considering this, don't know whether I'll do it or not. That's what I'm thinking. They said, oh, that's such a good idea. Like the admissions, people will like think really hard like that. So I was lucky that no one like pushed back against it as such. Some people were like, oh, like what is going to happen? Like what if you don't want to go back to study, you'll lose duration. But I was also like, if you knew me well, you'd know that I'm actually like very self-disciplined and motivated. So I don't think that's like, like I wanted to be a psychologist from about age 13 or 14. Like I'm not planning to give up mm-hmm. anytime soon. That makes sense. Nice that you were yeah. supported in that decision. So yeah. what did you actually do in your gap year? 
Um, so I mainly just worked. I started the year with two jobs. I was doing disability support work through like my own business. And I was working as a receptionist in a psychology clinic as well. Yeah. But maybe like a third away into the year, I decided to give out a psychology clinic because it wasn't like I didn't really feel like I was growing a lot there and I'd been there for almost two years so I felt like it was time to just focus on disability support work and I'd originally planned to volunteer but I didn't really end up doing that just because I couldn't find anything that really like struck me as something that I would be 100% passionate about and otherwise I guess like I've had more freedom to do fun things like go to the beach just on a random day have the day off and stuff like that I've had more freedom to do that whereas with uni it was just I had to wake up, go to uni or go to work and then come home and then do uni work. Mm. So that's been a nice thing to not have to do. Probably one of like the best things is not have to come home and slave away on uni work after a long day or spend my weekends like working on an assignment or something. That's been nice not to do that. I'm very much looking forward to that once I graduate, <laughs> that exact thing. So what would you say to someone who is considering having a gap year? Um, I would say if you're... Speaking to year 12s, I would say, if you're uncertain about what you want to do or you're feeling like in your case really burnt out after study and mm-hmm. completely over it, it's worth considering taking a gap year because, at least from my perspective, you probably don't want to get trapped in doing something you don't want to do just because you feel like everyone else expects you to go down that path mm-hmm. or you feel like you someone wants you to go down that path. But generally, I think... Even though I probably have been frustrated with my gap year many times, I'm glad I took it because it forced me to confront some hard and necessary things, which I hadn't intentionally avoided while I was in uni, but it just hadn't come up because my mind had been occupied with so many other things like assignments and my thesis and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But either way, God will use you and place you where he wants you regardless of whether you take one and regret it, take one and love it, don't take one whatever you end up doing beautiful and I guess what I just want to clarify like the things you had to work on all the hard things was just working on yourself or different boundaries and things yeah boundaries I guess I would say the pros of like my gap year was like I said the freedom to just do things like go to the beach and go to Ikea and not feel quote-unquote guilty for it albeit I'd kind of worked through like feeling guilty about rest already so I guess I'd kind of already dealt with that but yeah. having the freedom to just go on to the beach on a whim was fun mm-hmm. and like doing new hobbies and my faith growing stronger like a lot of personal growth for me and being able to invest in church yeah. in ways that I might not have been able to do during uni um, but overall I think I really missed uni and this is kind of like a pro and a con at the same time mm-hmm. but I've definitely come to realise that I need intellectual stimulation. And I feel like I haven't had a lot of that this year. So I've struggled not just to feel like super bored (laughs) because Mm -hmm. I haven't been fed like the same intellectual stimulation to balance out work. And probably probably one of the hardest things is that it's been kind of lonely. It's never been an issue for me. I'm not somebody who gets lonely, spending time by themselves like I really enjoy it. But in this particular season, I felt like I was the only one kind of going through it if that makes sense like I had friends at uni and my boyfriend at uni and other friends were in full-time jobs so I was just like oh my goodness I feel so isolated 
very isolated, which drew me closer to God, but also made life <laughs> difficult and yeah, was not sense. the most enjoyable experience. And yeah, yeah. Thank you for sharing your heart and your experience on both sides. Really appreciate no hearing more of it. Thanks for having me. Amazing. Thank you so much, Elise. I love how her experience was a little bit different and the year didn't necessarily go how she would have wanted or planned, but it prepared her for a future still in so many ways and taught her more about herself. And just I loved how she mentioned about investing in hobbies and learning some hobbies as well. I do want to say that ultimately she said at the end of the conversation it was a really hard year but she doesn't regret it at all. So if you are considering taking a break during study or you are feeling burnt out, I recommend to just take a year off, explore some hobbies, go to the beach or Ikea, I loved that, on a whim and just enjoy it. I am now going to talk to a beautiful girl called Eden who was in the grade above me at school and she has also obviously taken a gap year this year, that is the whole point of the episode. I don't know that much about her experience, so I am just as interested to hear as you guys and the reasons behind why she took a gap year, etc, etc. So I hope you enjoy this little conversation. Well, to begin with, I would love to hear about why you decided to have a gap year and what you then did in your gap year. Well, the interesting thing is I never planned on having a gap year. I fully planned to graduate and go straight to uni and I even got the early offer before graduation into my course Mm -hmm. um yeah and then two weeks of doing it and I realized it just wasn't for me because Mm -hmm. I felt that I me in myself could have other ways to show my skills and knowledge Mm -hmm. than four years to get a degree so what degree did you actually get into initially? Um, a dual in forensic science and criminology. Whoa. That's very specific to then know straight away that you didn't like it. What what gave it away when you began uni that you were like, I don't think this is for me? So everyone, well, all the teachers would tell me, oh, you're going to be so ready for uni. Like, you're going to love it. Uh-huh. It's like you're going to thrive in uni because I was pretty much over school by the end of it. Mm. And when I got there and, like, two full weeks of doing the tutors, the lectures, all of that stuff, I was like, this is just school all over again. Like, you learn your content, you revise it, you prepare for an exam. Yeah, okay. Interesting. So just straight away you were like, I, can, I can't I can do this again. I need a break. I need a bit of freedom. Was that kind of how you were feeling? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I was like, I'm doing school all over again. <laughs> So how did everybody around you react when you told parents or friends, two weeks in, I'm, I'm dropping out, this isn't for me? Well, the hard thing for me was I'm the youngest out of like all my siblings and all my cousins and everything. Yeah. And everyone before me went to school, graduated, went straight into uni, graduated uni, got a job in their degree. Okay. So for me to say, I don't want to go to uni was a shock to everyone <laughs> because I can like, they were all on the path. They'd yeah. all followed the same path and I was trying to hike through the jungle. Yeah. Like I was going a whole different way. I love that analogy. Yeah, wow. So they were all just very shocked. And how did you how do you how did you stay true to what you knew was right for you, even if everybody else was surprised? I had this like gut feeling, like I could feel it in my gut that I knew it wasn't for me. Uh-huh. I think I was very lucky that I knew the job, like I had my dream job in mind, which was a scene of crime officer. And the people yeah. who were running the course were scene of crime officers. 
So I was very lucky to see that that was not what I wanted. Mm -hmm. And I knew, like, that's what everyone said. I first told them, oh, I wasn't enjoying it. And they thought, well, think of the end goal. Like, you'll get your degree. Think of where you're going to go. Like, you're going to become a senior crime officer. And that's when I knew I didn't want it anymore because I had seen the senior crime officers who were teaching me and went, that doesn't interest me anymore. Wow. Well, So then what did you actually end up doing on your gap year then? Well, See, for me as well, I graduated school and I had my offer and I got my promotion to manager at my old job of McDonald's. So I was very lucky that I had that lined up for me. So when I decided to leave uni, I went full time there and that was good. So I worked full time in a job that I already previously had. But then when I was done with that, I had felt I'd outgrown it because mm-hmm. I'd been there since I was 15. Mm-hmm. So I went to Solvian Nicolaitis Pathology because I was thinking I need to find experience and find like a job in the science field to see if that's still where my passion lies without yeah. having to get a degree. But that makes sense. It sounds like you had kind of some really good criteria to help you find that job. And then you, even though you didn't know exactly where you were heading, you kind of had an outline or you had you're like, I wanted experience. I wanted to trust the science world. And so maybe you didn't have a set plan, but I love how you just like trusted your gut and what felt right. I feel like that's really hard to do, but super important, you know? Yeah. Well, I'm a very passionate person and I really love like the drive. Mm. And like, I've always been someone who loves work. Like working just is probably what like gets me the most. Like Mm. I would study, but like in school, I'd study and focus on my grades and really wanted to do well, but I loved to work like outside of school as well so that's why I was like I want to find a job that I think is going to like give me that passion and that drive no that makes sense and are you enjoying this job well no I did not enjoy it again so good for you to have realized this straight away and just being like nope not right that's okay on to the next thing I guess yeah literally that's exactly how I've been so I left management on the 15th of August yeah. and I started at SNP on the 16th of August Wow! so literally the next day and then I finished at SNP um not last week the week before uh-huh. and last week started my newest job well, where are you now that's crazy <laughs> I'm now at Blackwood Espresso Cafe and Bar it, it was clear to me that hospitality is where I thrived because I absolutely loved my job at Macca's when I was there. Yeah. So that's why I went back to hospitality, which is why I've now tried a cafe mm-hmm. instead of like a fast food place, which yeah, I definitely enjoy sense. more. So interesting. Well, good on you again. Again, I feel like I keep on saying that, but I'm just so impressed that you're, I mean, I know this word's been overused a lot, but like willing to pivot so much and just try new things and experiment rather than sticking with something that you know isn't right. Because I feel like it's really easy to do that and just keep going because that's easier than having to change again. So I'm impressed that you've done that. And that's like really, that's really inspiring for me as well, because I feel like I'm usually someone that's like, nope, I chose to do this. I have to stick it out, even if I'm not enjoying it, but that's actually not the way. And gap years are so great and so great exactly for that reason, the chance to explore different things and see what you want. Well then to conclude, I would love to know if someone is considering taking a gap year or not sure if uni is for them, what would you say to them? If you're still undecided, still apply because it's better to have the offer and you can then 
like when you get your offer, you can either accept or decline it. Yeah. Or I'm pretty sure you can defer your offer for a year. Yeah. So you can like having the offer makes it so much easier to then make the decision. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you still aren't 100% decided yet, as like I went for two weeks, I think it's up to four weeks you have before you have any academic or financial penalties, which is why I got out when I did. Yeah. Okay. So that's what I mean. If they're still not 100% decided, you can always go, like you can go through the whole process, apply for an offer, accept an offer, go, and then if you decide it's not for you, you can still back out without having any penalties, like pretty early on. Have you regretted it at any point throughout the year? Not. No. Yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. No, that's good. Very good. Yeah, I, I, so I really struggled with the decision when I first started having the like thinking I wanted to make the decision yeah I really really struggled and so I got onto like a telehealth therapy Uh and like was talking to them about it because I was like this is really eating away at me Mm. um well they were saying if you can feel it inside of you that you're not in the place that you want to be right now not in the place you need to be Mm. then you should get out before you waste your time amazing I feel like that is great advice to end on thank you so so much Eden for coming on and sharing that hearing that from Ian was really cool and I liked how you don't always need to know that you're going to have a gap year and that you can start a degree and maybe you don't love it and there's nothing wrong with dropping out or there's nothing wrong with changing that especially if it's before that four month mark and you have no penalties whatsoever she also shared towards the end of the conversation which I have to cut out that at the beginning of her gap year, she wrote a list of all the things that you wanted to, she wanted to do, which I think is just really, really clever. And regardless of if that's a gap year or just once you graduate, I'm going to do that for myself, write a huge list of the things that I want to do and the fun things that I want to do and really make it my priority to tick those off, whether it's traveling here or going bungee jumping, I don't know, any others, um, getting really healthy, learning different things like that. She also shared that to help her decide whether she should have a gap year or not. She wrote a pros and cons list, but rather than it just being a regular list, she also assigned a number with the weight of that pro or that con next to it as well. So then instead of just having maybe four pros and four cons, you might have, I don't know, like 80 kilograms pro and 40 kilograms con. So you know with that weight that those pros actually weigh out to be greater than the cons, if that makes sense, which I thought was a bit of a useful tip as well for just any decision-making in life. Love a good pro-con list. The next person that we are going to talk to is a wonderful human called Emily. She is, I think, in her final year of studying a science degree at the moment, but she initially wasn't planning on having a gap year, a bit similar to Eden, but found that she didn't enjoy her first degree, dropped out, and when traveling. So I love this one. It shows that there are just so many different things that you can do during your gap year. So thank you so much, Emily, and I hope you all enjoy this little part. Hey. Hello, Emily. Well, to begin with, I would love if you could explain to us why you decided to have a gap year in the first place. Yeah, so I didn't actually have a gap year straight out of high school. I first went into paramedics because I guess I didn't really know what I wanted to do but I knew I wanted to help people and I thought paramedics would be a great way to do that and I enjoyed science and I enjoyed PE so I thought anatomy would be something that I'd be interested in um but starting it you know it was uni is quite different to school and 
the environment was quite challenging and I soon realised that it wasn't what I wanted to do, um, mm. mostly because of the blood and gore side of things yeah. more than anything else. Um, so then I thought, well, what am I going to do instead? And I I really didn't know. And I thought, well, there's no point just starting another degree if I have I really have no idea at all. So... I thought that I would travel. So I worked for six months, mm-hmm. um, just saving money. You know, I wanted to go on a, a pretty big trip. So I definitely needed to work a bit to save up for it. Um, yeah. And then I was deciding where to go. And I was lucky enough to travel quite a bit when I was younger and with some school trips as well. So I decided to do something a bit different and go to South America, um, which was so really cool. exciting. Yeah, because I knew the culture is so different to anywhere else in the world yeah. and I didn't know any anyone that had really been there before, uh, none of my friends or people that I'd spoken to. So I, I thought I would give that a go and I knew it would be a bit cheaper as well. So Yeah, um, yeah so that's sort of why I decided to take one. Very cool. How early on in your degree did you choose to stop and drop out? So I did the first six months and I got my results back and I thought, mm, that's, I'm not really happy with that. You know, that's not really a reflection of my ability and I didn't enjoy it. I was just so stressed the whole time and I yeah. realised that it was because I, it wasn't what I wanted to do. So mm-hmm. yeah, I dropped out after my first six months. That makes sense. And was it a difficult decision to make and how did people around you respond or was it something that you just kind of knew was right and so it was easy enough to make that decision? Yeah, well, reflecting on it now, um, my mum, <laughs> I was talking to my mum about it the other day and she yeah. said, I knew from the get-go that it wasn't for you. Um, mm. You know, I guess sometimes your family knows you better than yourself. But um, it wasn't a difficult decision to drop out of paramedics, but I guess I was nervous to you know, not knowing what I was going to do with my time instead. And now that we're talking about it, I'm not actually sure if I dropped out or if I deferred initially because I thought, oh, maybe it's just the timing and I'll come back to it. Um, But obviously uh, I thought about it and ended up dropping out completely. Does part of you wish that you had taken a gap year initially or do you think if you hadn't tried paramedics in the first place, it was probably always going to be in the back of your mind? Uh, I don't think I regret doing paramedics. Like I learned some pretty interesting skills that I Mm. can still apply now. And yeah, like I guess that's always the case. If you don't try things, you're not going to know if you like them. So I don't don't regret doing it. Um, I think what's hardest is now, you know, after my first six months and my year and a half off of travel and work, yeah. I'm now graduating my degree quite a bit older than other people, mm-hmm. um, which hasn't been an issue, but uh, I think it would be a bit easier. Like I moved out this year and a few other things have happened and I think it would have been a bit easier if I was in a full-time role while that was happening yeah. um, to support me a bit better. But I don't, no, I don't regret um, doing it, I guess. Yeah, you'll never know unless you try yeah, it makes perfect sense. I have spoken to a few people who had a similar experience to you where they took a gap year, but then later in life, they felt a little bit more behind. And I guess you kind of mentioned that. So what what advice would you say to someone else who feels that way? And I guess even to yourself, or is it kind of just something that when you're having a gap year, 
you weigh up the pros and cons and realize that it's kind of essential at the time? Yeah, well, I think I think if travel is important to you, you have to fit it into your life at some point. And I don't think there's much better time than before you go into whatever pathway you want to do as a, as a career. So I don't, yeah, I don't regret it. Like, even though I am a bit behind now, I think I have way more life experience than a lot of the people I've met. And having... It's, it was sort of like a test of my first degree. And yeah. so then I realised how uni worked and what sort of effort I had to put in to achieve well. And I think that's really helped me in my second degree. And it is really noticeable when you're at uni that everyone else is quite a bit younger than you. And But I don't yeah. think that's really a negative at all. Like you just have a bit more experience and can handle yourself a bit better. No, amazing. That is that's true. I guess you are older, which might be annoying, but also benefits in some ways as well with your degree and everything. What do you think was the most, and you can take some time to think about it, the most important or beneficial thing that you learned during your gap year? I guess I went into my gap year thinking, you know, I need to find myself. And that's what you hear a lot of people say is that, Uh, you know really idealistically travel helps you find yourself and Mm -hmm. it can be quite a spiritual experience I guess in some for some people but I think for me you know I still came home pretty much just just as confused as I was when I left about what I wanted to do I didn't I didn't find myself but I just I got to experience more things and talk to so many different people you know that you wouldn't get to talk to Mm -hmm. in Australia or even in Brisbane you know in our little community um and I think just getting more exposure to the world and what else is out there you just learn all the possible all the possible career pathways and like just so many things that you wouldn't even think about in high school um that yeah that you could follow or Um, I guess you realise what's important to you. I think when I was overseas, I knew that going back to uni, I still wanted to help people. But I think after my travel and seeing so many beautiful landscapes um, and uh, beautiful cultures, I realised that maybe I I more wanted to help um, people by helping the environment. And, you know, I decided to go into my science degree. That's amazing. That's such an interesting way... Like to think about traveling and I you're right people get very varying experiences from it but I hadn't heard that perspective of travel before and I think that's a really beautiful way to look at it so then finally what would you say to someone who is considering having a gap year regardless of what they do in it I think that if you're not sure what you want to do it's definitely a great option it's it's obviously hard you've got to weigh up the pros and cons but and it's also a bit different during COVID because mm. you guys can't travel necessarily so that or not overseas, which rules that out. But yeah. I guess it's this weighing up between should I give something a go that I'm half sure about um, to see if I like it and it's right for me or should I just wait and see if the experiences I go through in just normal life, you know, not, not being at school is just so different to... Mm you know, being a young adult at home working in the real world, even if it's, you know, as a hospitality or a retail worker, mm-hmm. it's so such a different environment and you communicate with people differently. Um, so I think if you're not sure, you need to 
maybe come up with a few things you're passionate about and if there's a degree that aligns with those passions you should give it a go and if not for sure have a gap year and um, use those experiences that you will have in the real world to help you choose what you really care about. And that concludes the conversations and the different in little interviews for this week's episode. I hope it provided you with some insight into gap years, some pros and cons, maybe maybe gave you the motivation you needed to decide that a gap year is for you. I really hope some of that advice uh, really spoke to where you're at and your decision-making process. But overall, we just heard that gap years are great. And even if they don't go how you planned or you don't discover or learn the thing that you had anticipated or intended to, there are still so many things that you can learn from your gap years. And there are also so many different options for your gap years. You can rest like Elise and or you can work and travel, volunteer. You can gain different experiences, do work experience. You can learn way more about yourself. You can focus on your health mentally, physically, your fitness, etc., etc. So I really hope if you are considering a gap year, this is maybe something that can provide you with a little bit more insight and a little bit more certainty around that decision-making process. If you know someone who is considering taking a gap year, I would love and I think they would love as well if you forwarded this episode on to them. It's really helpful to have a little bit more information and I think this is a great way to gain a little bit more information and certainty so I'm sure they would appreciate if you passed it on to them as well. Thank you so much once again to everybody who was a part of this conversation and this episode. I really appreciate your time and sharing your stories. That's very, very special to hear and I I appreciate it a lot. Thank you to everyone who listened. I hope you gained a little bit of insight, a little bit of knowledge or maybe just even excitement for your future gap year. If you do have a gap year, I hope you love it. I hope you learned something and that you enjoy it. Anyway, thank you for listening. Thank you for making it this far. I hope you have a fabulous week and good luck, Charlie. Bye bye. Good luck, Charlie.